So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks that work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show with my dad, Angel Getty. Can I press that bad button? Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. On a shucky-ducky kind of day. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. I'm f***ing up and ready and running. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Here. Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from the Studio C. These in your... A dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today, Friday, for a lot of people, headed into a long weekend. I was just riding up on the elevator with somebody who was doing the whole, uh, I think like a lot of people might be doing, taking Monday off so you turn it into four days, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, much of America doing that. Joining together, Jack, today to we're pursue at- leisure. Today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Those who pledged their fortune, their honor, back in 1776, and actually considerably before that, there's agitating going on, to found this great country and declare our independence from the Fruit Loop King of England, the founding papas. Awesome. Good general manager. I'll be off for four days. I don't expect any leisure, though. I don't know at what point that happens. What age do your kids get to where you would consider and have it you would be leisure? Well, I'm 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 happy about it. It's fun. It's meaningful. I did it on purpose. It's all all that. But leisure is not how I would describe any of it. Well, it gets steadily more leisurely mm-hmm. as they uh, as they get more self sufficient. Yeah, but no, no leisure. There will be zero leisure. No leisure. <laughs> no, there will not be. 
There will not be. I'd be surprised if I have 10 minutes of leisure. And like myself, you're a man who craves leisure. <laughs> oh, I'd like some leisure. But I doubt there'll be 10 minutes of leisure. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you used to drink like it was your job. So true. maybe you don't crave true. leisure. Well, you know, it all balances out in life. I used to have head off on one of these weekends where I would have... I wouldn't have 10 minutes that wasn't leisure. <laughs> and, now you're talking. And in an almost five-day period. I right. Mean, Right? And like... The scales, evening. Hedonistic leisure. <laughs> right. Wow. Not like bird watching, but... No. Aggressively no. pursuing no. pleasure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> and it, it's so so hard that it was painful. A, a, a pursuing pleasure, pleasure so much it was painful. Threatened your health. Exactly. I, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know what we're going to do today? Study the world! Study the world! Oh, yes. Study, study the world! Said that with a smile on my face. Study the world. Study the world. We're going to introduce everybody on the squad. I got to say, I'm taken aback by Michelangelo, our board operator, who is wearing a collared shirt for the first time in I don't know how long. A collar on your shirt? What is going on? You going to the opera later? Like a proper <laughs> gentleman. I used to wear uh, fancy, sh- you know, more fancy shirts. Fancy. Than- uh, you know, collared shirts, shirts all with the time. Collars. Fancy. I don't know, know fancy is the right word. But several years back, I think as we moved into these new studios and stuff, I, I switched over to t-shirts. I realized how comfortable comfortable they were, and yeah, why not? I've been with the t-shirt ever since. So, yeah. And with the magic of radio, people can imagine you wearing a tuxedo or sure. a dress right. or whatever. They yeah. We, we yeah. all wear tuxedos. Some days it's the black, some days it's the white, some days it's the powder blue. But Yeah. Hey, I'm really enjoying this <laughs> this Donald Trump uh, morning Joe. Uh, the, the, they're tweeting back and forth. And, you know, they're talking back and forth now. And I really am hoping Mike Pence will get in on this and maybe start another tweet war with some other show or something like that we can really get something going right he and wolf blitzer get into it or something there you go yeah pence who is the ultimate suburban presbyterian i mean he is just he's upright he's conservative he's polite he's all of the rest of that this has got to be really difficult for him he's the opposite donald trump in in terms of that sort of uh impulse control right right yeah. You know, speaking of the T-shirt, that fits into my uh, young child-rearing non-leisure life. I, uh, I I wouldn't wear a T-shirt to work one day a year, probably up until a couple of years ago. Now I wear a T-shirt every day. And once you get in the habit, it's hard to get out of because there's no, there's, no, there's no taking them to the cleaners. There's no pressing. There's no ironing. There's, right. no, no, there's very little cost. Once you've given up. <laughs> yeah, once you give up. You know, you just throw them in the laundry. They come out. You put them on. What I see is America's pride and institutions crumbling before me. Uh-huh. Grown men wearing T-shirts like children to a uh-huh. place of commerce. It's disgusting. Yeah. Once my kids get to a certain age, and I don't know what that age is, I plan to go back to the collared shirt. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room, our assistant executive producer. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Excited for the uh, the holiday weekend. I got a, a movie that I'm uh, the most excited about so far this year, Baby Driver. Uh, it's already coming out, but I'm going to see it this weekend. Jay-Z released a new album, even though it's impossible to find a streaming service to actually play it. But I will have my smart internet friends tell me where I can listen to it later on yeah, today. Yeah, I know. And the idea of buying it, what are you, what are you crazy? Go buy the vinyl. Vinyl's so popular, Sony Music is going to start to yep. manufacture it again. Yeah, it was actually it was released on a single streaming app. So I signed up for that, a 30-day free trial. Hey, awesome. Let, let's do this. But then it turns out that you have to be 
not only do you have to have that app, but you have to be aligned with a certain cell phone carrier service wow. to really? listen to it for the first week during its, quote, exclusive period. Wow, what an interesting idea by the genius businessman Jay-Z. So yeah. he got it tied into a particular provider. Yeah, for the first for the first week. Wow. Or, or older um, streaming service yeah. accounts that were grandfathered in. If you just created a new account the day it released like me, you you got you got boned. Any, anybody who does that to me, any creative artist who, who does that to me, screw them. They're dead to me. You're dead to me, Jay-Z. Most others I would agree with, but I have a, a particularly fond spot in my heart for the, for the Jay-Z. So I'm, like the rest of the t-shirt wearing children around here, you have no pride. I am not going to use a turntable in my car. I just don't see that happen. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm re-re-re-reading uh, Keith Richards' autobiography yeah. from the Rolling Stones, yeah. and and he talks about they had the the, the little record player right. in the glove compartment hmm. with the speakers, and it, it was the thing there in the '60s for a while in your luxury cars. Wow. And you'd have the person in the passenger seat changing the platters. Right. This is uh, right. to play. This is Jay Z's 14th <laughs> studio album, which is kind of an impressive achievement in and of itself. 14 uh, albums is, is many. Just had twins. He needs the money. I know what that's like. You have little kids and you start thinking, wow, how am I going to afford this? He put out another album. He's married but, to Beyonce. The money is fine. Hasn't he's, David he's not Hasselhoff made like 30 albums, yes. Sean? This yes. is, <laughs> quantity there's, is not what... Uh, there's Vincent, our senior executive producer. He's this nation's most prominent Asian-American talk show personality. How are you, Vincent? Once again, I do not like being in the Armstrong and Getty Yeah, No Patrol. It hurts my heart. Right. I feel like Heinrich Himmler turning in my uncle for his anti-Third Reich rhetoric. He's on this for all boards. <laughs> wow. But, uh, somebody wow. turn on the lights. Wow. But, it's a little dark. <laughs> but it has turned listeners into quite militant, yeah, no, uh, patrol. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Junior I've, officer. I've uh, noticed uh, that on the text uh, line. Uh, yeah. I now, they now text, and then I show Vincent the text yeah. so he can. Uh, yeah. God, it's like having a party member around who reports you, right? But yeah. they be, they become so excited, so rabid that they it leads to false flag reports of Yanos, yeah, such as this oh. with one Joe Getty. Are you going to alter your plans one iota? No. Neither is anyone else. No, yeah. I am not. See, you kind of knew what you were doing there, Joe. The yeah, the real yeah, no. It, it's a filler. Yes. It, instead of saying so or wool or you know or uh, maybe I'll start doing that. Maybe from now on to Phil, I'll just go. Or just being silent. Silence is the best way to go. But legitimate yeah, no dropped by one. Craig got walls the other day on the show, and oh, it sounded no. like this. The family's listening, and the, and the individuals. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. I'm- oh, oh, egregious oh, Craig, the oh, Yano oh. lawyer. That's his new lick. That was blatant. He was staring at the officer as he jaywalked with that one. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. The family's listening, and the, and the individuals. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. Oh, oh yeah, no. Man. That's, oh, the, that's putting a beer to your lips as you drive by a state trooper, that one right there. <laughs> Giving him the thumbs up. <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> you want one? <laughs> there is Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing well. My uh, 4th of July getaway is going to include a patriotic dump run and casino adventure, and I promise to wave a flag at both locations. Awesome. Looking forward to that. I have to go to the dump myself this weekend. I will not be going to a casino, but I will be going to the <laughs> oh, dump. Oh, but if you combine both of them, Jack, it's yeah. such an adventure. I don't know. My children don't like casinos as much as you'd think they should. Maybe I can get them into it somehow. <laughs> yeah, push them Flashing into lights. I don't know. <laughs> a yeah. smoky casino. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It's Friday, June 30th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right. Let's take the mainstream media to the dump and, and, and dump them. 
precisely according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. In that case, let's get to the news. President Trump today attacked MSNBC Morning Joe host Mika Brzezinski on Twitter, saying she, quote, came to Mar-a-Lago three nights in a row around New Year's Eve and insisted on joining me. She was bleeding badly from a facelift. I said no. <laughs> this brings us to a new segment called I Can't. I mean, I, <laughs> I can't. This is That's pretty funny. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Al Trump Twitter attacks on Morning Joe continue as the Morning Joe co-hosts fight back very publicly. You got Trump and Putin. The meeting's all been set up now for next week and a psychological trick that really works to help you declutter. Stories coming up 635 Armstrong now, and Getty. Speaking of dump runs and, and moving in my life recently, yep. I want to hear that. I, I've spent a lot of quality time at the dump. I was at the dump the other day, dumping. Yeah. And uh, and the lady says to me, oh, that stuff's really nice. Why are you getting rid of it? And I almost attacked her with my hands. <laughs> no, no, stop it. Don't encourage me to keep stuff. If you want it, take it home. <laughs> How does mail bag look? Oh, it's outstanding. Our theme today is non sequiturs. Also, elephants are large. <laughs> well played. Uh, also, a little off-Broadway off variation on Chatty Checkout Theater, it's confusing checkout theater. Oh, cool. Stay with us. Joe and Clips of the Week. Joe and Mika actually penned a piece for the Washington Post in this moment of crisis for our nation. I was listening this morning unintentionally hilarious. I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, The the stuff we get worked up about as we all look at the nation's high school and who's bickering with who. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Stay tuned for all this coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Which day, which which time of day, I'm going to do my personal hot dog challenge. I'm building up to this. I'm going to see how many hot dogs I can comfortably eat in one sitting. I'm not going to, like, make myself throw up or anything well, like that. This is that. not a Joey Chestnut thing. You no. just often said one you th- stop eating hot dogs only from shame. Or, 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 or just, it just seems like a good idea. I think ah. nobody should eat four hot dogs. I think that. Oh, I see. Or, or but three. you're not full, per no, se. You're not no. tired of mm, eating hot dogs. No. And the furthest I've ever gone, once we had a company picnic, it might have been before a Fourth of Jolly weekend. It was probably about 10 years ago, so I was a younger man. But um, I ate five. And I ate five and felt like I hadn't eaten one. Wow. And I thought to myself, I wonder how many I'd eat before I would feel full. You were born to eat hot dogs. And I am going to find out this weekend at some point. But would you do it, like, today, early in the week to give yourself a chance to recover? Late in the week so you don't ruin your whole weekend? I have no effing idea. <laughs> Would you do it in the morning? I wouldn't I do it because it might all. ruin your day I or at do night it. when you're going to go to bed. I don't know. Uh, if <laughs> you know, and, we really and, don't have time for no, this right no. now. I'll bring it up later and we'll discuss. All right, mailbag is after. Settle down in there, Michael. I swear I'll come right over the console. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't care if you got a collared shirt on. <laughs> I'll come in there. I'll put your. What is? What does Larry Miller say in the Best in Show? I'll take, put your. I'll take your eye out with my thumb. Whatever it is. Swear to God. Swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a final look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. And it's good, too. 
It ain't like that last joint I had. When... I'm yes, just waiting. Would wait. you like to apologize? Uh, no. This bill is every bit as mean as the House bill. And hundreds of thousands of people will die if this bill passes. And I live in the same house I bought in 1958. For me, that's the happiest house in the world. And it's because it's got memories and people come back and all that sort of thing. There's no camera on, Jim. Well, maybe Jen. we should turn the cameras on, Jen. Sean. Why don't we Jen. turn the cameras on? Jen. Why don't we turn the cameras on? I'm sorry that you have to do it. Jen, go ahead. Why not turn the cameras on, Sean? Jen. They're Jen. in the room. The lights are on. My father wore a silly hat. This nice. Yeah. No. Uh... Yeah. No. No use whatsoever. In a crowd of 10,000 fellow bare-naked cyclists. I'm kind of just sheltered, and it's my way to like kind of just let out and be free and safe environment. The rare chance to go raw while rolling down the street in unseasonable summer heat. This is going to definitely be a little different with all of us sweating together. It's saying, you know, bodies are just, are just bodies, you know, and it's okay to be around and be comfortable in your skin. <laughs> Mailbag. I'm thinking six. That'd be a hell of a lot of dogs. It'd be a lot. Dogs actually factor into mailbag. Uh, okay. Hot dogs and regular dogs. Stay with us. <laughs> How's that for a tease? First, though, it's time for Off Broadway Experimental Theater Confusing Checkout Theater. Michael, do we have the Chatty Checkout Theater? The- Sorry, there you go. Here's your cue. It was also smooth in rehearsal. <clears throat> the uh, today's episode of Confusing Checkout Theater takes place at a Federal Express office. Uh, Sean will be playing the customer. Figaro. It's not a musical. No, just getting, I, just warming up the vocal cords. I will be uh, Red playing. Leather, yellow. Leather. I will be fa- playing the uh, FedEx counter person, <clears throat> and we join the action at the counter. Yes, I would like to mail this package to Alaska. Okay, would you like that one day, two day, or the Express, which is four days? Uh, what's the price difference? It's $55 for one day and $45 for two days and, and, you know, similar on down the line. Oh, wait, 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 that's right. One day to Alaska is actually five days. So it'll get there on Tuesday. But if you send it two-day air, it will get there in four days and cost less. <laughs> so... I can pay less and send it there slower, and it will get there sooner, but not as it is advertised? Um, yeah, yeah, I think. So, well, how would you like to send it? I think I would like to pay more and get it there slower. Okay, but that doesn't really make much sense. Oh, I didn't know that's what we were doing. <laughs> um, I don't... Uh, wh- Good sarcasm. What, what do you like? You- second day air, please. Okay. Next time, can I be Abbott and you can be Costello? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Oh, wow. That is some, and the curtain comes that down. Is some hilarious sarcasm. I'd like to play, pay more and get it there slower. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got a FedEx location that is such an example of just anybody who's trying to run a business. And I know if you're a business owner, you pull your hair out of this. There are two people that work there at the FedEx. Oh, boy. If, if I get one of them... I would walk away. If that was the only one I ever got, I would walk away from FedEx thinking this company sucks. Yeah. If I get the other one and I only got that that person, I would think this is the greatest company on earth. Mm. It depends entirely on which of the two people you get. Model of efficiency. The Me- one person is like the one you just described. Mm. 
The other person is fantastic. Mailbag. That's got to be frustrating if you run a business and your customers are having those experiences. Back to mailbag. The, the correspondence proper. First of all, for some reason, Cole decided to send along photographic evidence that indeed Pug's eyes do pop out of the oh. sockets sometimes. Thanks, Cole. <laughs> what made you think I'd want to see that? I make that it joke. It can't be unseen. I make that joke almost daily to my wife. Oh, Lord. Kids are playing with the puppy. Sure, I hope his eyes don't <laughs> pop out. Because nobody's getting to sleep if that happens. Wow, tape of the incident. Yeah, uh, that happens with pugs. Unbelievable. Continuing on with non sequitur after non sequitur, Ben the Libertarian writes, If your smartphone gets wet, do not try to turn it on or plug it in. Take it somewhere that has tech dry. Now, rice works beautifully. Tech dry is some sort of a, what do you call it, desiccant mm. that uh, is also fantastic. But if you don't have, uh, you know, just don't turn it on. It's a good tip. If you're thinking, oh, my God, I wonder if it works. Wonder later. Uh, enough, writes Fred. Stop with the health care talk. Get back to making us chuckle. It's old man Fred. Wow, Fred. Trying to bring a little uh, little uh, gravity, a little uh, substance, huh? Laughter well, is the best medicine. Wow, <laughs> that is good. <laughs> um, I don't think there's health care talk today. Well, there might be accidentally. I don't know. Uh, Phil writes, uh, just in case anyone's interested, it's legal to eat dogs and cats in Switzerland. You know, I am interested, Phil, now that you bring it up. He says they're not able to sell or buy uh for that purpose, but they may eat it. Approximately 3% of the population continues to practice this, eating dogs and cats in Switzerland. Who um, knew? Is it illegal in the United States? I have no idea. I own my cat. Could I, uh, huh. could I eat it if I wanted to? Mm. I don't want to. Anybody who'd like to make their own jokes in their car, feel free. I think we'll refrain. I am super anti-dog uh, eating and, and companion animal eating. Certainly. But... um. Can I? Pig's a smart beast, though, Jack. What what about the pig? Not a companion animal. The humble pig. They're not a companion animal because they're not a companion animal. They could be. How about the potbelly pig craze in the 90s? Wasn't that fun? It is illegal to sell dog or cat meat in the United States, but 44 states do allow it for consumption. I got to say, as a freedom-loving guy, I think, uh, well, I don't know. It's a tough one. So you can do it, you just can't make a business out of it. So hard for me to pass on all the childish jokes. So difficult. Well, don't. I'll just keep... (laughs) (laughs) Michael, what's your standard for the show? Remind us of that. It makes you grin, leave it in. Ah, right. We we actually have to take a company test and sign a name and and like a notary public who stamps it that says, when in doubt, leave it out. Right. Actually have to take a test every year. Luckily, I'm never in doubt. Isn't that (laughs) handy? Uh, boy, we have a lot of good stuff. You know, it's it's late already. I'll skip ahead to these, and then maybe we'll revisit Mailbag later. Um, uh, please quit with the hot dog comparisons. All hot dogs are smoothies of leftover parts. Eat, enjoy, whatever. Signed, Mary, the former beef packer. One of the points of the New York Times article is how hot dogs have changed so much since those jokes were popular, right? And now eyes, lips, and arseholes. And now they're they're as much you know regular beef what you expect as, right. a, as a hamburger. It's absolutely right. It's an unfortunate cliche that has affected the tube steak industry and the proud people who who, who run it. Uh, finally, this 
I mentioned that we need handicap, uh, handy uh, man classes because Vincent is paying some. Vincent, who is not a wealthy man, paying somebody to hang blinds for him. And it is the easiest thing in the world. And I said we should have handyman classes if your dad didn't teach you. What the what, Joe? Writes Nicole. My dad didn't teach me anything about handyman stuff either. Who needs a class to work a screwdriver and a measuring tape? I'm a petite woman, 37 years young, installed my $150 blinds in my Hovel condo in 20 minutes. This is not a humble brag. Seriously. I can't change a tire, and it takes me weeks to get a burned-out light bulb. But come on, Vince, you can take the entitled millennial out of the suburbs, but they'll just end up back at the dealership for a new battery. Wow, <laughs> that is scathing criticism of poor Vincent. <laughs> oh, wow. But they, they removed the current ones, too. So am I supposed to remove the current ones and put yes. in the new ones like I'm a savage? Yes. yes. Screwdrivers work both ways. You can take things out and screw things in. Uh, oh, stop it. No tool could do that. <laughs> Wizardry. <laughs> Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, we got lots to talk to, uh, about, including a uh, moral mailbag that I'm sure is fantastic. Oh, it's terrific. And Joe Scarborough has tweeted back at Donald Trump. So Trump tweeted this Trump, morning correct. about Morning Joe, and yeah. they have responded. So that's coming up as part of the news <laughs> on the Armstrong and Getty Show. All right, let's muddle through this story, which I'm now tired of. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, it, it's the gift that keeps giving. Yeah, well, there are some new tweets, so let's get the news now on the Armstrong and Getty Show with Marshall Phillips. Well, it's not over. Jose MSNBC's Morning Joe speaking out after being targeted by President Trump on Twitter. Trump had railed against Mika Brzezinski and Joe Scarborough yesterday, calling him psycho and crazy and alleging Mika was bleeding badly from a facelift when they visited his Mar-a-Lago resort months ago. It was actually a bit of a, uh, a turkey neck procedure, an under-chin tuck, according to the low-IQ'd one herself. <laughs> yes. She was able to stammer out the words in monosyllables maybe, this morning. Maybe I'll get one of those. She said there's not much to it. No, it's quick and easy. Yeah, I might get that done myself. Sure. Do they put you under for that, though? I don't want to be awake while they're cutting stuff off of my neck. I I reckon they put you to sleep. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, instead of going on vacation as planned, both were back on the air this morning addressing the issue with Mika saying she's holding up fine, but she's worried about the country and Donald Trump. He appears to have a fragile, impetuous, childlike ego that we've seen over and over again, especially with women. It's like he can't take it. Now, the segment that originally set the president off dealt with a fake Time magazine cover featuring Trump that hangs at several of Trump's golf clubs and properties. That's according to the Washington Post. Nothing makes a man feel better than making a fake cover of a magazine about himself, lying every day and destroying the country. Okay. It's a good feel. Enough about me. Where are your hands in that photo? Well, he's covering his hands here because they're teensy. See, i got to jump in there. I think that is spin from MSNBC in the mainstream media, that he was upset over the Time magazine cover. In the midst of that, she said he's mentally ill and destroying the country. Yes. Right. That's a pretty... His response was ridiculous and over the top and, and beneath the office. But to, to say the president's mentally ill and destroying the country is a pretty strong charge from a very powerful news outlet. So to say it was about the Time Magazine joke... Or the teensy hands shot, is covering, which is a teensy penis shot. Is covering Very for Mika, I think. But Very they, dignified. They say that all the time about his. They question his mental health. Well, I, I agree. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of those things, the Armstrong and Getty principle, both things can be true. 
it is really out of bounds for a news outlet to constantly say the president is crazy and destroying the country. And mentally ill. I have I have it on authority. I was talking to somebody the other day. They say they're sure he's mentally ill. That is out of bounds. That's ridiculous. But it's also ridiculous right. for the president to act the way he acted. Listen, there is a new story uh, unleashed. The unholy child of this story, which I want to talk about in a couple of minutes. Right. Um which is, it's, a, it's another example of both are true. It really is troubling about the White House, and it was hilariously self-serving by uh, low IQ Mika and Psycho Joe. <laughs> We've got another volley of tweets now. After watching this morning uh, this morning's show, Trump responded, of course. Official President Trump tweet reader Vincent Nicholas. Watch low-rated Morning Joe for first time in long time. Fake news. He called me to stop a National Enquirer article. I said no. Bad show. Uh-huh. Then, oh, I know exactly what he's talking about. I'll, I'll expound yeah. next, yeah. And Joe Scarborough responded, right, Vince? Yes. I uh, tweeted, yet another lie. I have texts from your top aides and phone records. Also, those records show I haven't spoken with you in many months. Scarborough goes on. Why do you keep lying about things that are so easily disproven? What is wrong with you? There you go. Wow. What is wrong with you is a good shot. Wow. There you go. If he was still, if Trump was still a Manhattan real estate guy, this would be only amusing. Right. But from the earlier stuff, it would be if somebody criticized me and said he's bald and he's uh, mentally unstable and destroying his family. And then I respond and people say he's upset because they called him bald. Right. Right. Sure. No, that's self-serving. Right. Well, we, we didn't mention this, but in, in regards to the Washington Post story about right. uh, there being fake time covers at Donald Trump's golf yeah, club. It's with, a pretty, that's pretty funny. Right. Yeah. I mean, that is very strange. Yeah. It's very, it's so, well, it's, it's so pathetic. Donald, it's so Donald Trump, it doesn't even strike me as anything, but it's just, it's, it's a crazy thing to do. But if you remember, Amazon bought Washington Post a while ago, uh, and on June 28th, uh, the Donald tweeted, the hashtag, the hashtag Amazon Washington Post sometimes referred to as the guardian of Amazon, not paying internet taxes, which they should, is fake news. So he was upset about that story. Mm. Uh, I've seen the covers. I've seen pictures of the covers. That there's actually fake Time magazine covers with him on the on the front of, of right. the magazine that they have hanging at his, uh, his golf club, which is a weird thing to do. It is various properties. All right, that's wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. And I don't get the sense it's trying to be funny. You know, like there, there's there's a picture of us on the cover of Rolling Stone that we did at the Rock and Roll Museum in Cleveland. Remember right. that? Yeah. But we were not trying to pass that off as legitimate. <laughs> no. No. Remember that, Sean, when we posed for that picture? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> well, was good stuff. Psycho Joe and Low IQ Mika have accused the president and the White House of blackmail. Oh, wow. On the air. Stay with us. Awesome. That's on the way. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. a man feel better than making a fake cover of a magazine about himself lying every day and destroying the country. Okay. It's a good feel. Well, where are your hands in that photo? <laughs> oh, well, he's covering his hands here because they're teensy. I think he's such a narcissist. It is possible that he's mentally ill in a way. My mother's had dementia for 10 years. That sounds like the sort of thing my mother would say today.
Uh, that's critical. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. I know something about dementia, and that's a man with dementia. Right, right. And the regularly, he's a crook and destroying the country. See, that, that stuff is over the top. Right. The but, response from the president was ridiculous. Uh, certainly for a sitting president. And it beneath was, the office. Uh, far beneath it. It was uh, completely inexcusable. So if everybody, hilarious. If everybody could pull back, <laughs> that'd be a, a benefit to everyone. Hey, perhaps everybody should calm down. But listen I to this. I don't think there's a chance of that. Listen to this. This is important. I need to get to this. In a column written for the Washington Post, Low IQ Mika and Psycho Joe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> claimed that earlier this year, top White House staff members warned them that the National Enquirer was planning to publish a negative article about them unless they begged the president to have the story spiked. We got a call from the White House, Scarborough said, that the National Enquirer is going to run a negative story about you guys. Donald is friends with the guy who runs the National Enquirer. He received multiple calls from three individuals at the top of the Trump administration saying the president would call the owner, the the, uh, hilariously named David Pecker, and spike the story if he personally apologized to him for Morning Joe's coverage. That's blackmail, said Donnie Deutsch. Um, they were pinning the story on my ex-husband, Mika added, and I knew he would never n- do that, so I knew it was a lie and they had nothing. These calls persisted for quite some time. They were threatening. They were calling my children. So the National Enquirer reporters were calling her teenage daughters. Wow. And harassing them and claiming that the story was coming from her ex-husband. You want to be famous? That's what it'd be like to be famous. No way. Right. No way. And and they were uh, staking out both their houses in a van. And when they came outside, the guy would start shouting questions at them and, and that sort oh of thing. Oh, my God, your kids. Right. But, but yeah. Trying well, to get you hooked by saying your dad's saying this about your mom. Oh, my God. Right. And the White House called repeatedly, according to Psycho Joe Scarborough, uh, or Liberal Joe, as uh, Sean Hannity calls him, um, and said, listen, we'll stop. We'll spike the story if you call the president and apologize personally for the for the bad coverage. The National Enquirer did not respond to requests for comments. Trump and Pecker are longtime friends. Yeah, me and mine, too. And during the 2016 campaign... That's beneath your office. You know, Jack, these are troubled times. (laughs) The people need some mirth now and again, right? Uh, During the 2016, the Enquirer published numerous negative stories about uh, Ben Carson... Stabby McStabberson, that was the Inquirer. Senator Ted Cruz, the his dad was in on the JFK assassination. That was the National Enquirer. How did the National So as uh, uh, rivals would come up uh, to to challenge Trump, the Inquirer would n- try to knock him down. How did the National Enquirer not get into the Joe and Mika thing long before they uh, announced it? Like really? Well, they were. That this this is the story. Um, I, I don't. I'm not in. Completely clear on the timeline. Um, I would have thought the National Enquirer would have blown that up long before. Like way back. Pictures, hotel rooms, all that sort of stuff well, that they that they do. <clears throat> they were they were working on it. But according to uh, Psycho Joe, the president's unhealthy obsession with our show has been in the public record for months. And we are seldom surprised by his posting nasty tweets about us, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um... None of this matters, by the way. Keep that in mind. Uh, no, not to really. your health care or whether or not we're going to war with North Korea or that sort of thing. Unless the president's people were actually blackmailing them. I mean, that's 
but this is not blackmail in a formal sense. Yeah, I don't think I wouldn't because you know, you what do you get? It's a threat. It's definitely a threat, and it's a uh, quid pro quo. It's mm-hmm. a you do this, I'll do that. Right, but I don't know. It's not for cash or yeah. Putting aside Mr. Trump's never-ending obsession with women's blood, Mika and her face were perfectly intact, as pictures from that night reveal. You know, I'd like to see those pictures, because the one aspect of this that has not been fully discussed is if someone is bleeding profusely from a facelift or a a puncture wound or whatever, I don't want them sitting at my table either, right? What? what about that? What about the blood? Dead or blood coming from wherever? Well, have you seen some of the polling on the president's tweets? I yes. Mean, <laughs> even, even people who... Uh, it's not exactly a controversial uh, question. No, it's not. It's not even close. Um, 71% of people do tweets help or hurt President Trump's accomplishes agenda. 71% of people say hurts. Yeah. That includes a lot of uh, Republicans. Right. Um, so... You just, you just kind of wonder what's going on there. You, you wonder, why does he do that? President Trump's tweeting, uh, do you approve, disapprove, he should be more cautious. Approve is at 13%. Oof. More cautious is 39%. Uh, f- disapprove is 46%. But so there's not a lot of people that think, you know, this is really helping you out. This is really working for you. It, it's hard to imagine why he can't get that under control. And this goes way back to the campaign. He did it over and over again. He would kill it in the debate. And then instead of getting to, uh, you know, take a victory lap the next day, he would tweet about something completely unrelated that did him no good right. that everybody was talking about. He did it over and over and over again. And he still does. He had one of the best weeks of his presidency this week. Yeah, He had a great week. The Supreme Court... Past uh, Kate's law. Yeah, the Supreme Court said, yeah, you're okay with that uh, travel ban thing. The North Korea move yesterday, which we'll talk about later, a lot of people are hailing it, is finally, finally doing something, but no. Well, he, he stepped on all that. That strategy in the campaign, Jack, the immediate response is, well, it worked. He won. Yeah. Listen, I watch the football sometimes, and once in a while, the quarterback on my team chucks three interceptions in a game, and my team still wins. But I don't talk about the interceptions and say, look, it was a winning strategy. No, they won in spite of, in right. my opinion. But in the Joe Getty Maris poll, I asked a question like this. Purely in terms of amusement, what do you think of the president tweeting? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Different results. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.